Oh, welcome to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It's me, the Q-Dog, up in the hizzle for shizzle, my brizzle. That's right. And I'm in the studio with Coach Rita. Yo, Coach Rita, why don't you tell them what's good? Roll Tide. Oh, see? Look at where you got me. I wish I had a $100 bill in my pocket. Oh, I might. <laughs> um, and then I'm also in the studio with Ashley, the master of cosplay. That's right. Ashley, the producer, and with my lovely wife, who has an affinity for the Kings, thanks to me. Took her to her first Kings game, and Lord have mercy. She's hooked. She, she leans in when hockey's on now, and if you lean in, that means you love it. So, I, I love... It is something awesome for your wife to be into sports. <laughs> I'm, I'm Alabama football. I love it. And when the Raiders are not so disappointing, I love watching the Raiders play. Um... And football just my thing. Yes, it um, is. And I wasn't really big on hockey until I took Hunter one year to a Kings game. We sat on the last row at Staples Center, but it was so amazing. Hockey games are and it, fun. I mean, it's just, it's constant moving. It is. There's violence, which is yep. amazing. They're slamming each other in. It's all legal. Uh, they're slamming each other into the glass. I mean, they're shooting the hockey puck. It's constant action. And it you get is. a break for 20 minutes. And then it's constant action. You get a break for 20 minutes, and it's constant action, and it's just so fun. And we just took the kids to their first game. We went to the Ontario Reign, which is the minors for right. the Kings, and they all came away loving it. There were fights. I mean, it is. oh, intense. the fights were good, and they're like, nah, we they just loved it. So <laughs> I don't know why I got off on that tangent, but... Oh, because Jeannie's wearing her That's King your sweater. family's love language. <laughs> it is. Experiences. <laughs> yeah experiences so yeah um so here we are and coach rita is going to take lead um on this episode because what we're going to do is we're going to package up this love language it's like a final on love language if you will and how to actually apply it because hey all this information is great but it's like what the heck am i going to do with all this so i think this episode is going to give you the opportunity to get some action items or some things that some tools you can put in your toolbox that will help you start to build something uh, that's meaningful when you know because you're finally doing this thing where you're living your life on purpose for a purpose. So with that, I'm going to turn it over All righty. to Coach Rita. Yeah, so we've just spent some time um, going over the five love languages, and we all have a language that speaks to us, all of us do. And I think by this time, if you're just tuning in with us, I would just... Um, you know, just ask that you just go back a couple of episodes and tune in to the um, part one of five love languages. And love language communicates to your spouse, I love you. The five love languages, I'm just going to recap a little bit, just in case for those of you who don't go back and say, no, I want to hear this now. <laughs> so the five love languages of words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. These aren't in any, they're just in random order. Not one is better than the other. Um, when we communicate to our spouse, I love you. A lot of times, um, wait, let me just, let me just go back. So, so the five love languages communicate to your spouse, I love you. 
And what I have found more times than not is that you usually come to a point in your marriage that you can say, you hear people say, he doesn't love me anymore or she doesn't love me anymore. And this is why Gary Chapman came up with this five love languages that he saw a pattern as he was counseling um, married couples that they always came to this place in their marriage, you know, that um, I don't love them anymore or they don't love me anymore. It's because he came to understand that they weren't speaking the language that they needed to say that I love you. So true. So this is, this is just something that I feel. And I know Quincy and Jeannie has seen, um, a great outcome to understand love languages. So this is just a tool in your guys's toolbox to take. And I'm just going to go into some real practical things that, that you can do. Um, a positive act. I'll start with this. A positive action are based on choices, not feelings. Come on. So, true. so a positive action are based on choices, not feelings. I say this because using this tool is an action on your part. It's not basically how you're going to feel about doing this. That's right. It's an action on your part that you're intentionally doing something um, to, to produce something out of it. It's just not how you feel. <laughs> and it is. It's about learning your spouse's um, language and applying it. Um, another quote that I'm going to give you, and I think we talked about this on back on episode 18, when we first were discussing the five love languages is that when an action doesn't come naturally to you, it's a greater expression of love. If you just think about that, if, if an action that I do, isn't something that comes naturally to me, that it's something that I have to work at. It's something that I have to apply to. It's something that I'm taking a positive action towards means so much more to the other person. Because what you're saying is that I'm coming out of my comfort zone in what's familiar to me and what comes natural to me. And I'm going to put myself out there to benefit you. That's very so well it's, said. it's just looking at these things a little bit in an unselfish way when you, when you're looking at love languages. So how do you apply these tools? What does this all look like? The first thing you need to do is go on to the website and you take the quiz, the five love languages, and you discover what it is your primary love languages. Once you find that out for yourself, once you find that out for your spouse, then you come together and you go over them and you have a conversation in regards to what does that mean to you and what does that look like to you? Because if you've discovered over the last couple episodes what Quincy thought quality time meant to Jeannie wasn't even it. So you really do have to communicate to each other because like I've said before, love means has a different meaning for everybody and what it looks like. And, and, and if I could give like just a practical, because I'm such a practical type thinker. Think of it this way, guys. If your wife is going to cook you a steak or you're going to cook her a steak, 
What good is it if she cooks the steak for you the way she likes it? <laughs> Are you really going to enjoy it as much as if she cooks it and says, hey, I made this just the way you like it? Then you're going to enjoy whatever was prepared for you that much more because it's it's like it's just like speaking your language. This is just the way that you like it. Exactly. Great so, analogy. Thank you very much. Great analogy. Because another example I was going to use also is is how do you know if you hit the mark? Like you know Jeannie's um, love language is physical touch. Jeannie, you know now that Quincy's love language is quality time. How do you know at the end of the day, like you hit the mark? Like you've discussed this, you communicate it. You said, this is what I need from you. This is what it looks like. Like you get down to the nitty gritty and you figured this thing out. How do you know, like you hit it? So the, so the best analogy that I could give you um, men out there is think of the gas gauge. If you look in your car and you're looking at the gas gauge, obviously it's full and it's empty. So your, your love tank is that representation. So your love tank could either be the um, full and you are full and you're exploding and, and your great love is good. Or you could look at it at the E and it's empty and you haven't been filled up and you're like searching and needing some gas station like really quick because you're just going to flatline. So if you look at, the, if you use that diagram as a um, tool to see whether or not you hit the mark. So at the end of the day, the beginning of the day, however you guys decide to do this, is you ask each other that question how's your tank? Like, are you full? Um, did I hit the mark today? It's usually at the end of the day, but then it sucks. Cause if you're empty, man, you only have a couple, got a little bit of time left throughout the day to be able to make it full. But you right. guys get that yep. idea of, of me just giving you another tool that you could apply to look at it and, and to be able to say, um, you know, what can I do to fill it? Like if this, if this is what we're going to use as a mark, as a gauge, zero to 10, 10 being great. What can I do today to be able to fill your love tank that I know you are full? Because mm -hmm. no one likes to be empty. Like no one likes that feeling of being empty or, you know, when you're starving. <laughs> no one likes that feeling. Right. So... Every night you can use this and just say, did I fill you? Did I speak your language? Because you're going to need these kind of things to help you along the way until you really get honed in on it. And then everything might change. So yeah, <laughs> who knows? Like true. with you guys, everything might change over time. But I think it's just a good, um, what I do is I have, my couples put, uh, and I'll even show you guys, I have it. And I know that I gave it to you guys when we did the, um, yep. I don't know if you remember this. The How's your heart? Um, the um, marriage conference that we did. And it's the gas gauge. And it's, it's, it's really just a great tool just to check with each other. Um, what can I do to fill you? What can I do to fill you up? Mm -hmm. Did I hit the mark? 
Do you feel loved today? Where did I miss it? And you have to give each other the grace to be able to work through this because it is going to be new to a lot of you. It is probably something that you've never heard about before. And it's like, wait, I didn't know my wife or I didn't know my husband had a language that I'm not speaking. That's right. So you, so you have to, you have to help each other along the way. And this is just one tool that, um, Bill and I still to this day will say to each other in the morning, what do you need from me today? That is like a given that we ask each other in the morning. And then for him and I, it's like, are you doing okay? That means let me in. Let me in and let me know if you're okay. And these things really work over time because you build that relationship up with each other that you know each other's language too. The verbiage that you're using, you really know what you're asking. Right. Instead of having to get into a super deep, long conversation, it's like, hey, babe, what do you need from me today? Did I, did I, um, if it's this, if it's acts of service today, this is what it is I need from you. If it's, you know, words of affirmation, this is what it is that I need from you. Wow. That, that is really good. That is really good it's, because it's so practical. I'm so, I'm really simple. Not that I'm simple minded, but I'm so simple because I think sometimes people make things so difficult Yeah, and it's really not that difficult if you could just take things that work for you and apply them, it really is simple. When we make it this big, um, elaborate, I use really big words that nobody can understand and I'm not practical, nobody's going to do it. They're not going to apply it. True. So it's just things that I try and find that just um, can put meaning or value because every day, Hopefully everybody gets in a car and sees their gas gauge, especially you men driving to work. You'll see your gas gauge and you'll hear my voice and you'll, and you'll remember, did I fill my wife's tank today? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, that really is that simple. It really is. But it's it's those, it's really those simple things. It's what in the business world, you know, you it's what you call low hanging fruit. Right. It's, it's the stuff that's easy. It's ready to pick. And all you have to do is reach your hand up and right. grab it. It's You don't have to get on a ladder and a man lift. You don't have to overthink it. Right. There's no overthinking necessary. And I love practical. I love simple. And if you look at the way we've gone about um, improving ourselves and our marriage, these practical, simple ways have made a major impact. It's a, it's a major lifestyle upgrade, relationship upgrade uh, from who we used to be going on six years ago. So take advantage of what information that, you, that Coach Rita is giving you because I'm a product of her coaching. Um, Jeannie and I's relationship, you know, are a product of her coaching. It, it kind of goes back, though, to what she said before. You can feel like you want a better marriage, but it ain't going to do nothing. You have to take action. 
Right. You have to take action. And if you take action on these simple steps, like, and like she said, maybe you dropped in on this episode just to, just to see what it, maybe it came up in the feed and you're, you've dropped in on this episode. Let me encourage you to go all the way back, you know, get some history on us and what we did. Go to episode 000, find out who's talking to you right now and what experience we bring to the table for you. And then you get into episode one and what happens is all of these, all these episodes are kind of preparing you for this moment for your wife to say, you know, dude, you suck. You missed it today. And you don't take that personal. Right. It hurts, but you don't take it personal. You go, hey, we have such a good relationship that she can tell me how she feels. And she knows it's it's the no judgment zone. I'm a soft place for her to land. I'm not taking it personal. And I say, okay, I missed it. Tomorrow's a new day. Right. What does it look like? What what is What does it look like so that I can do that? And you made the perfect point. Maybe words of affirmation is full, but today... I need to receive a gift, and it, you know, I don't know what that gift is. Right. Um, maybe today I need a personal touch. I need you to grab me by my face and remind me that things are good. Kiss my lips, whatever it is. Right. Um, but how do you know unless you ask? Mm -hmm. And if you miss it, fine, you miss it. Um, but what does it look like to hit it? Right. And, th and, and those are the. Those are what our episodes are bringing is that layer upon layer of opportunity for you to improve and grow and use these tools that we're giving you um, to redesign your life for what you want and how you want it to be. Is that fair? Yes, it is. Because there is no, we aren't mind readers. <laughs> And, you know, we don't want to live life of silent expectations. Yeah. This is a perfect tool to apply. So all that rhetoric of yeah. <laughs> things of not being said, but it's going on in your head, right. disappear. They do. And, and you get a definitive answer as to exactly what it is that my spouse needs from me. Mm -hmm. And then you create... Um, what it is that you want to create in your marriage. And it's so true. It's like, I don't want you guys to underestimate the power of action. Yes, come on. I don't want you to underestimate by you putting your foot forward and actually putting action to your words. Because um, especially if you're a person of words of affirmation, like your words need to have actions behind it. That's right. And you just don't, you want to be known that you're a person of your word. You're a man of your word. Yes. And when you put it out there that you're going to follow through with it. Cause I know a lot of times, um, women will say, well, uh, you know, yeah, my <laughs> husband changed for a couple weeks and he goes right back to what he, what originally that of how he's acting. It's like along those ways you need to encourage him and, and say, Hey, you know, you did a really great job. That's what I needed. Or, um, you know, I appreciate you doing this because that really spoke to me. That really, that really showed me that you're listening and you're caring. It's that, you know, we both have parts to play in this. Right. And I, it's, it's so true what you said, Quincy, that every episode is a layering upon layering upon layering that you get to this part. And we're not talking to immature people that have no clue as to what it is that, that they're doing 
in their marriage that we've layered this enough that hopefully by this time you're not taking things personally personal and you're not thinking that your spouse is a mind reader right okay we're beyond that like yeah. we're not talking to to that per se at this moment because go back and listen to our episodes yeah and that's um that's something that will that that will really help you um, to understand where we're coming from, just to kind of piggyback on what you said, when it's like, hey, your wife, or you know, or you're telling your wife something, um, and it's hard. We went through a whole episode about hard talks and about how to address them. We also went through an episode, uh, you know, where it's like, hey, there are hard talks, but all talks don't have to be hard, right? You know, so there's some there's some just really really valuable. Uh, episodes that lead up to this this crescendo of he- here on how to apply um, these love languages because I I think what Jeannie said like you coached her in real time on the last um, on the last episode and what we all want really is to feel like we matter yes we want to feel like what makes me happy matters to you yes. And if you get to that point, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, oh, just from six, from six years ago, um, whether it's our sex life or it's our dating life or it's our hard talks life or whatever, whatever area of our life you can, you can name, there is such a deeper connection between Jeannie and I now and what I what I thought was possible I didn't even envision when we set out on this quest that it could be as good as it is right now Mm -hmm. so to think wow it just it can just get better from here right it's like (laughs) mind-blowing because I didn't I didn't really think that I didn't have the concept that it could get as good as it is now to say that she is my absolute most favorite person on the planet and I I love her but above and beyond loving her I just adore who she is and the person that she is Mm -hmm. um I didn't I was just at a place when we started I was still kind of butthurt that I was at a seven (laughs) and she was at a five (laughs) you know so it's like that you know once you get over you right. know, the, once that burns the initial off, sting. yeah, the initial <laughs> sting there, it's like, yeah, but I'd rather know, I'd rather know what it is, mm-hmm. but I'm telling, I'm just here as a walking testament that if you apply what we're giving you, you have to make it your own. But if you apply these things and you just remain consistent, don't get overwhelmed about all the choices and changes that you think you have to make. Just deal with today. Deal with today. You got to have the long game here, right? Like we talk about all the time of who you want to be, but don't be overwhelmed about the long game. You have to do the small disciplines right? in the day. Because over time, it goes by so fast. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you have become a different person, a more better version of yourself. And people will start to tell you, there's something different about you. Right. You'll start to grow up in your own right. Mm-hmm. And that is and that is good for a man to have, you know, especially in your marriage, but also with your children. Because, I, look, I had six of our kids do the love language yesterday. Uh-huh. I was like, if communication is such a 
such a hard situation that we're going through now with having, you know, I have three 16-year-olds. Well, I have a 17-year-old. He's uh, Hunter and Kirsten, 16 and 17, because the triplets are 16 now. Right. Um, I didn't have them take it because getting them to take the lo- it, it, I don't know. That one, that one's going to take That's a whole some, different Autism has a, has a funny thing about it. Right. But the other six girls, so I've got two that are 16. I got one that's 14 going to 15. I've got two that just turned 13. And then one that is 11 headed to 12. Um, and right now, communication and competition in our house to communicate is at an all-time high because they're starting I to become... I could only imagine. They're starting... They're going... They're not little kids anymore. Right. God, it breaks my heart. But they're becoming young women, and they are starting to outgrow that old shell of what of being little girls. And that's hard on a dad. It is hard on a dad. It yeah. sucks. <laughs> I mean, it's... When they're born, it's like, I can't wait to see who you become. Right. But not and too then, fast. Right. <laughs> And then after a while, it's like, oh, I really like you. And then after a while, it's like, I don't like you very much right now. <laughs> and then something changes and you start to develop an actual relationship mm-hmm. with these people. And it's like, Ugh, I gotta, di- I have to work through you becoming a young woman and yeah. eventually moving. And, I, and I'm the kind of person that I don't want to set them out on course without preparing them as best as I possibly can. Right. Um, so we did the love languages, uh, yesterday and then I just went ahead and ordered a book because a couple, two or three times a week, it's been my goal to get together at nine o'clock and for a half an hour, right. Be intentional about who they're becoming. Mm -hmm. And it's like communication needs to, we got to fix this thing here. We got to fix it. So let's get love languages down Mm -hmm. and let's get a book and start to cover it together so that we can learn how one another and it, some of the things were very surprising to me the way that it came out and some weren't and Jocelyn and I were in exact order of each other uh-huh. just to point off and Jeannie pointed out you know yesterday that from bottom to top I go two four six eight ten that's just oh. that's just funny <laughs> um that's just funny to me what what are we on time because I'd like to share with Rita a couple things here real quick Okay, so can I share with you sure. um, real quick the kids? Mm-hmm. You know my kids yes, very I well. Yes, I do. The people here, you don't know my kids well at all. But here's some things I thought was interesting. So with Gracie, she goes like this. Quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, receiving gifts. That was not a surprise to me. Me neither. With Ashlyn, Words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, receiving gifts. And she was a zero on receiving gifts. She couldn't give a rip. I mean, it's still important to get gifts. Right. The only thing that surprised me about her was physical touch touch. being so high. Yeah. Because she's such a standoffish person. Yeah. But now that's kind of, I don't know through the process of what that has changed Uh because her and I had the toughest time existing together right I remember Um, but now she puckers her lips up and comes to kiss me on my cheek Mm -hmm. and she asks for a hug now more often right I didn't realize you know with her because she's so guarded Sophia is quality time words of affirmation physical touch acts of service receiving gifts 
Seems like a pattern. Good thing here. in your family that they they're not all about receiving gifts. <laughs> I know, right? For us, it's <laughs> could good. you imagine all all the girls? Yeah, is their love language their first one? You'd be broke. <laughs> I'd be in trouble here. Yep. Um. So for Jocelyn, she's just like me: quality time, acts of service, physical touch, words of affirmation, receiving gifts, and we were so close to each yeah. other. It's so interesting how much alike we are. And then um, for oh, hold on, hold on. That was Anissa. That was not Ashlyn. Anissa was words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, receiving gifts. Okay. Here's Ashlyn. Quality time, words of affirmation, physical touch was third, acts of service, receiving gifts. Mm -hmm. Everybody receiving gifts is at, at zero. I mean, at, at the low end, the, the uh -huh. last one. And then Hannah was acts of service was her number one. Hannah. And I absolutely see it in her. Totally. I absolutely see yes. it in her. You know, that she loves, I don't know, doing things for her or with her. It, it speaks it's, her language. It's huge. That's yeah. her language. And she's totally willing to just do all acts of service for you. Because she she's, loves it. She, yeah. Yeah. Because that's it her. It beats her. Yeah. So she's acts of service, quality time, physical touch, words of affirmation, and then receiving gifts. Um, so really words, quality time, words of affirmation are huge with, with, with the exception of Hannah. Um, it's all those top two for, and it's funny that you say communication is, is the, the thing in your, in your family. It's the lack of, it's all probably emotional. Yes. Yes, <laughs> it is. His, yes. You know, anything. So that is very interesting. And, and, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how that, cause I know you're good about buying books and, and, um, you know, doing that with the kids. It's, it's always funny to hear what the kids have to say. Cause they always tell me they'll come, you're not going to believe what my dad's making us do now. Do and I get a <laughs> kick out of it. Cause I think it's just precious, but, um, that's really interesting that, that um none of them have receiving the gifts. receiving gifts yeah that's I mean, really interesting there's so many and hannah's times. the only one that comes out with acts of service because your guys the majority of you are all low so that's interesting i i would love to follow that and just we will continue Absolutely. to talk about that because it is so important um you that are parents out there listening there is a huge, huge um, um, need, interest to find out what your kids' love languages are. It's really, a, really important because, you know, they're in this unit with you and your wife and you guys are trying to understand each other. How much more investing in your children of their love language that they just become so certain in who they are that... Um, what it is that they need, what it, and be able to express that because, yeah. you know, in my generation of growing up, that just wasn't the thing to do. It's like, you just don't do that. You just pay your own mind. You pay your dues, you, you work and you, you know, you put your head to the grindstone and that's that, you know, who yeah. has time to need anything, right? you know, but, but in um, this world today and, and um, what these kids can bring to the table of being certain and confident in who they are and you being able to put that in them. That's, that's a really great thing. I, I totally agree. And I, 
I'm excited that we're going to do it. Um, and I look forward to sharing with you. I didn't know they shared that with you, all the things I make them do. Yes. Um, but, um, yeah, what a cool episode. Um, for us, just to, very practical. Yeah. A good practical wrap up to this love language. Um, and I know in a few months we'll probably come back mm-hmm. and Jeannie and I will talk about how we redefined and redesigned how we interact to speak one another's language yes. because it's obvious we have a new language to learn. Yes. Can't go based on what the old stuff is. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love the challenge. I love to, to better myself and where I'm at. And I mean, is there any greater joy in the world I can think of than my wife being fulfilled and loved? There is not one. And when that relationship is solid, you can conquer the Anything. world. There's nothing you can't conquer, man, when your relationship with your wife is completely and totally on point. So know that and then go be that. All right. So reach out to us. Coach at man versus marriage podcast.com. Yes. Hey, go look at our website. We got plenty of blogs out there too. Uh, we got blogs that'll just enrich you, fulfill you. It will make all your dreams come true. And we might've hidden lottery numbers, winning lottery numbers for the future in there. So go check it out. Yeah. It's, it's probably there. Uh, that's man versus marriage podcast.com man vs marriage podcast.com. Connect with us on Facebook, man vs marriage podcast. Come check us out. Thanks for listening. We are so proud that you are listening to this podcast, and I know there is value here for you. So go be the best version of yourself you can be.